Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Madrid Talk. Welcome, Madridistas, back to the channel, guys. Thank you so much for staying tuned once again. My name is Chris Rodriguez, your host for Real Madrid Talk. And in this episode, we have some news to talk about. I have some information to give you guys. Um, first of all, thank you for staying tuned, um, you know, for staying tuned to the podcast, of course. But also for your loyalty, always coming back. And I just went on a two-week vacation to my my country of birth, Peru. And, I mean, I had a good time with family and everything. But coming back to see that a lot of people tuned to the to the channel is pretty rewarding, pretty good. It feels good to, to make content that you guys enjoy. So thank you so much for staying tuned. There's a few things that we need to talk about as far as Real Madrid uh, concern. And um, first of all, I got to say Vinicius Jr. tested negative for the coronavirus. I know Real Madrid started pretty bad when it comes to um, getting players sick with this terrible virus. Um, we started with Modric, Marcelo. We got a few other players. Um, but actually, if you think about it, way before the season started, we had Benzema and other players as well. But it seems like these these players are not having issues with this with this virus. But still, when it comes to football, when it comes to soccer, it is affecting the team. It's making Ancelotti make decisions that he wasn't able to to to, to do before. Players that he wasn't counting on have to play in in these matches and um we also have to talk about why bell missed uh is missing training courtois benzema and mendy also missed training as ancelotti looks to rest some of the key players against alcoyano but the main story of of nowadays for real madrid is that carlo ancelotti and all madridistas are happy that the main star vinicius jr has returned negative for his COVID-19 test and will soon be able to rejoin the first team training and matches. However, Real Madrid's Valdebebas training ground is still missing a number of famous faces the day before their Copa del Rey feature against Alcoyano. Now, as of the time of this recording, of course, Real Madrid has beat Alcoyano 3-1. And um, one of them was an own goal, but still, Real Madrid did what they have to do. You know, great game by uh, Militao, great game by Asensio, great game uh, by a bunch of players uh, that, that played against this match. This is a match that Real Madrid had to win. Of course, they had to win. Great. Uh, I like the way um, Marcelo played. Camavinga as well. But Marcelo, I mean, you got to give it to him. He had COVID, one of these players that, that missed the beginning of the season. And with Mendy being out, then you have to put Marcelo. I believe that he still has the energy to keep playing for Madrid. I don't know that he will continue. More than likely, he will return to Brazil. But I wouldn't be surprised if he went to another European club. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Now, to keep talking about Vinicius, he will be able to play or train from Wednesday, January 5th, which is today. So, of course, he wasn't going to be able to play against Alcoyano. But he's going to be able to do so for the next coming, coming days. And that's something that we need to keep in mind. And also... We can't put too much on him as well. Like, we can't keep playing him. I mean, he's going to play. He's going to be started. We know that Vinicius is going to be started. We know that he's going to want to play for Madrid. But Ancelotti has to understand that right now, Vinicius is the number one player for Real Madrid. He far surpassed 
Benzema when it comes to key player, important players for Madrid. Now, don't take this wrong. I believe Benzema is one of the key, the captains, the leaders of this team. But Vinicius is on another level right now. So you have to be careful what you do with him, how how many minutes you play him. I'm not saying that he needs to be a, a, a bench player. I'm not saying he needs to not play as many minutes. I understand he's going to be a starter. He's the star of this team. Right now, he's the start of Real Madrid. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter who likes it, who doesn't like it. Vinicius right now is the number, the most important player for Real Madrid. But we have to be careful because we saw against Getafe. If he gets injured or, I mean, anything happens, a double yellow card or something, then Real Madrid is going to be in, in, in trouble. I'm not saying, I don't want to be over dramatic either, but understand this. Vinicius is a key player for Real Madrid. And we saw it on the last Liga match against Hitafe. He was the only player that was trying to perform better. Of course, Ancelotti said everybody was on vacation still that game. But Vinicius was the only one trying. Now, we also have to mention that on Tuesday, Courtois, Mendy, and Benzema all missed training for unknown reasons. We don't know why they missed training. We want to say that Ancelotti is trying to give the starters or the players that have been playing for a while some rest, but we don't know for sure what's going on with Courtois, Mendy, and Benzema. So we have to have to stay tuned, and we're going to find the information, and, we, we, of course, we're going to update you on the next episode this Friday. Remember, we're going to get on a schedule now when it comes to episodes. One episode on Monday, one episode on Friday, giving you all the latest news on the greatest club in the world, Real Madrid. And also, a player that did not train and is not injured is Gareth Bale. Once again, Gareth Bale, I don't, we don't know why. Ancelotti came out and said a few things about it. He said that he's not hurt. He's not injured. He just doesn't feel right. And um, we also can go back and talk about a few words that Ancelotti had for Bale before, not too long ago, actually, probably about a month and a half ago, if that. And he said, I'm not Bale's dad. I'm not his dad, you know. And um, when it comes to babying him or trying to get him to play football, if he doesn't want to play, he doesn't want to play. I'm not his father. So uh, in this case, he's saying what we see from the, what we hear from the doctors. Well, we know from the doctors of Real Madrid, and by I'm sure what the player is saying, is that he he's not hurt. He's not injured. There's no physical evidence of injury. However, he doesn't feel right. And I'm going to quote a few of uh, Carlo Ancelotti's words when it came to Gareth Bale. Of course, we know that he admitted that Gareth Bale wasn't going to play against Alcoyano today. But he also said, Bale doesn't have a specific injury. And the coach was asked, what is wrong with the Welshman? And he said, quote-unquote, Bale doesn't feel right, but he isn't injured. He also said he is committed because he has six months left on his contract. Right there, he makes it clear that it's not going to go beyond that. Six months up, get Bale is gone. He's out of Madrid. And for once, I've been saying it for a while now, I do agree. A lot of Real Madrid fans believe that he, he still has, he should have another chance. But look, man, it is what it is. He doesn't want to play football no more, and it seems like he 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 lost that passion. And uh, I mean, he might regain it on another club, another European club, etc. I only see him going to the Premier League, maybe Tottenham once again. I don't see him going outside of the United Kingdom. Let's just say that because of who he is. So um, 
It is what it is. He also said, Ancelotti also said, but he doesn't feel good or comfortable. If he's scared about suffering a problem, then we have to evaluate this. Also, he said, not releasing injury updates is a general thing, something to respect each individual's privacy. Also, we hope to have him back for the Valencia game this weekend or for the Supercopa de España in Saudi Arabia. So, I mean, you know, Ancelotti, of course, wants to take advantage of having a player of that caliber. Of course, anybody would. But it's just not um, – I, I don't see the hope. I don't see the, the – um, uh, I don't see Ancelotti hopeful that that's going to happen. So, I mean, I mean we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. But I just don't see any hope in, in Bale. And, I mean, I believe that most of Real Madrid fans have lost hope as well. And I just want to encourage the rest of the fans that would like to see Bale for Real Madrid, playing for Real Madrid again just lose hope and give up. He's not he's not for Madrid anymore. So give up. Let's start talking about Haaland. Is um, a lot of people are saying that he he is, you know, going to Barcelona. He wants to play for Barcelona, etc. I mean, if he does, I mean that's fine. That, that's okay. But just know that he. I don't think that Real Madrid is losing an opportunity with him if that happens. Now, lately they've been saying that he revived the war between Real Madrid and Barcelona. Both giants are preparing the strategies to sign the Norwegian forward when it comes time to do so. I mean, that's okay. Um, he is a good player. He's a, he's a good player. I just don't see all the hype, man. I, th I think he's a very talented young man, and he could be you know, a top a top player in the world. For In my opinion, he's not on Mbappe's level. He's not on Benzema's level. I don't think – I mean, I guess you can say that for Borussia, Borussia Dortmund, I mean, what has he done to be able to, to take his team to the promised land? I don't see anything that he's done to do that. I mean, I, I just don't. Dortmund is out of the champions. Nor Norway is not going to the World Cup. I mean – I understand that it's not it's not tennis. You know, he's not going to play uh, by himself. I get that. But I mean, I, I just don't see the hype. And I do believe that he could he is not could be. He he is a Real Madrid caliber player. But to be to get on a bidding war with Barcelona? No. I I don't think so. But of course, I would welcome him in, in Real Madrid. I just don't think that Real Madrid needs him. I mean, with Benzema, I just don't think that he has the space. A lot of people are telling me that they both can play together. Maybe it could be, but I just very, I just see very limited um, uh, space for him in Real Madrid. Of course, he is the future. So if you compare Benzema Haaland, of course, if, when it comes to future, uh, Haaland has a way more future, you know, a big future ahead of him, of course. But when you talk about your guy. The one that you, not too long ago, wanted him to be the Ballon d'Or, which was uh, Benzema. And all of a sudden, a few months later, you're going to bring Haaland? And what do you think Benzema is going to feel like? I mean, you're not going to explain to him, to somebody that's a competitive, that has a competitive nature like Benzema, that's been at the top of the, at the, top of the game for a long time, playing for Real Madrid for a long time, leading Real Madrid now, to say that, okay, we're going to bring Haaland He's not going to play in your position, though, but we're going to have to move you out because you, you're able to play, uh, to play make, to, to make plays outside the box. We're going to move you out real quick, and we're going to put Haaland 
is a is a number nine, is a striker, is a center forward. What do you think Benzema's do you think Benzema's gonna like that? Man, no way. He's not gonna like that at all. Coming from Real Madrid, a club that he's respected and he's been loyal to, all of a sudden bringing Haaland. I mean, I, he understands, I'm sure, like better than anybody else, that Real Madrid is always about getting the best players, always competing. But I just don't see I just don't see it going well. I don't. I think he's young enough also to go to another club and then come to Madrid. As long as he doesn't go to Barcelona. I mean, only few a few players got away with that. And that's all this is great, great player players like Ronaldo and well, Figo. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I, I just don't see the need for him. But I mean we'll see. We'll see. They also say that Raiola has everything uh talked and, and um prepare for for him to join Barcelona so we'll see what happens with him another player that is likely to come to Madrid or at least is unlikely that he's going to sign um for um for Chelsea is Antonio Rudiger but we also get information that because of this action that I'm going to explain to you is unlikely that he'll come to Madrid but to me it, I don't know it depends on how you see it because right now some people are, what's going on is that Rudiger is negotiating, of course, with Chelsea. Um, but he 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 has wage demands. He wants more money. Okay, he wants more money for from Chelsea. Uh, crazy amount of money, crazy amount of money. And Chelsea's like, look, man, we can't pay you that. And a lot of people are saying that because he's asking Chelsea for more money or negotiating with them, that he is unlikely to come to Madrid. But I can see it as, look. I don't have information or, or or any any website, any article that's saying that he's asking the same amount of money from Real Madrid. So what I can take from that is that he's making things difficult waiting for Real Madrid. You know, I mean, he's he's making things difficult for Chelsea and is waiting for Real Madrid to to move in. And um, I I've seen and heard that the Rudiger wants to play for Madrid. I don't know. I just can't say that he will or that he wants to or not. I mean, you know, you can go by what everybody says in the world. Who wouldn't like to play for Real Madrid? And uh, he's already a champion with winning the Champions League. So why why wouldn't he want to come to Madrid? You know, um, I'm not one of those people also that believe that everybody wants to play for Madrid. I, I don't I don't think that because it's unrealistic. But I mean, <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people do, and, and, and you know, why not Rudiger? Also, I think that that could be the missing, the missing piece for Real Madrid's defense because you might need just another solid, great um, defender, and you can move Alaba to the left side. But having Mendy also could, you know, create some, some um, animosity, you know, because Mendy might want to leave knowing that Alaba would be the starter uh, left back. So... But also, you know, you could leave things as it. I don't think Real Madrid is is dying to get Rudiger uh, or Rudiger, however you want to say. It. I don't think Real Madrid is dying to get him because if they don't, they still have Alaba and Militao in the middle, and you can have Mendy who who plays well. I like the way Mendy plays, and I was always fighting for Marcelo, but of course Marcelo is getting up there in age, and uh, definitely uh, we'll have to we have Mendy as a backup. Well, right now he's a starter. Marcelo is the backup, rather. But, I mean, they have options. I don't think they're dying to get a center back. But if they do, because let's be honest, Alaba and Militao have been playing together for a while, and 
you know, there's most of the time for me, most of the time, there's been inconsistency from both of them. You know, either one of them plays great or none of them. So uh, there's only like two games that I remember where both of them were at the top of the game. And it is concerning because when it comes to Champions League, advancing to the Champions League faces, the defense is going to be really important for Real Madrid. So we'll see what happens with Rudiger. Uh, he might come, he might not, but I just don't see, I, I don't think that just because he's demanding more money from Chelsea, uh, that automatically means that he doesn't want to join Real Madrid. So I, I, I don't I don't agree with that, but we'll see what happens. Um, let's start talking about Kylian Mbappe. He is able to, to negotiate and sign for Real Madrid. Of course, he wouldn't be able to join right now. He would have to wait until June to do so. And um, an Italian football agent claims that Real Madrid have already made a 50 million euro offer to sign Mbappe in January. Um, it's kind of, I mean, of course you can't go, just go about what everybody says, but I think it's pretty, it's pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with the fact that he will join Real Madrid. I think, I don't think he will sign now. I always said that simply because I, I know he wants money, just like everybody else. I mean, he might want to play for Madrid, but he wants money also. So he's not just going to make it easy. He he made it easy for a while, and everybody was, uh, you know, going crazy. But then his family members and everybody was like, hey, wait, man, you, you, we, we got to get you some money. We got to get some money over here. And also uh, his mom, if, I don't, if I'm not wrong, his mom wants him to negotiate with Paris Saint-Germain and wants to stay in France. So it, it's something that it, it gets difficult at times because, you know, it's your mom. A lot of people think that just because, you know, he's his own man and he's going to do whatever. No, man. A lot of people are family-oriented, and they want to please, and they want to please everybody in the family. So in this case, uh, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I do believe he's going to join. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be clear right now that, um, like, tomorrow Mbappe signs for Madrid and will come to play in June. I don't think so. I think he's uh, going to try to do everything possible to win the Champions League with, with PSG because he is a fan of PSG since he was little. I mean, let's just be honest with that. Let's be honest with that. So, And let's finish this episode uh, talking a little bit about the, the standings for La Liga. Before I went on vacation, Madrid had, I think, about 11 or 9, I can't remember correctly, but at least 9 points from the second, which at the time was Sevilla, still Sevilla. And, of course, um, but, the, but the points have, the, the difference has shrunk. Sevilla 41 was second, Madrid with 46. And Madrid only lost one game, man, and uh, against Getafe. Um, tough game, but once again, Madrid only lost two games this season. So that's a lot. That says a lot, but also says a lot about the competitors. You know, Sevilla, Betis, Atletico, and uh, they're able to, to to fight, even though, even though the the more realistic, the more realistic uh, team that is that is going to to fight Madrid for the number one spot is going to be Sevilla because, I mean, Betsy's thirty three, Sevilla forty one, okay, that's eight points different right there, eight points difference, and. Um, only five points, two games, literally, for Real Madrid, the difference between Madrid and Sevilla. And um, that's too close for my comfort. 
a lot of people, and we actually, if you were part of our Spanish uh, podcast on Golasso podcast on YouTube and also on, you know, on Spotify, et cetera, iBox, um, we, we discussed that and we asked the question, is, is La Liga over? And clearly, right now it's not over. Clearly, definitely not over. And we'll see what happens, man. But, you know, Sevilla's fighting for that spot. They don't have – they're playing uh, – you, um, the. Um, they have an international competition, uh, the Euro League. But we'll see. Uh, I, I don't know. They've won that so many times that, I mean, I'm sure they want to get this Liga. Uh, they want to win this Liga, especially beating Real Madrid for that, for that uh, number one spot. Having Real Madrid – have led this Liga. Imagine if Sevilla could win it. Uh, they would go nuts, and everybody in Spain would go nuts other than Real Madrid fans. So, especially Barcelona fans would love to see that. Barcelona, again, on fifth spot and uh, fighting. He's only literally one point away from the Champions League spot. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Atletico definitely dropped. They lost a lot of points. I think that the only team that is able to fight Real Madrid is Sevilla, of course. And... And it's going to start. We're going to start taking that lead again, uh, stretching that lead in um, this weekend's match against Valencia, which Valencia is ninth with 28, 28 points. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I'm hopeful that Real Madrid is going to do what they have to do in order to win this Liga. So thank you so much for listening and staying tuned, listening to the whole episode of Real Madrid Talk, the podcast where we keep you updated on the greatest club in the world, Real Madrid.